Do you experience every emotion but don't know how to express it? Us either. Learn with us as we go. We love pink, learning too much about random things, and trying to make the world a better place. If we were pageant contestants, our answer really would be world peace. But first, we have to learn how to master our own inner peace. Join our journey as two best friends have simple girl talk. This is Spotlight with Alexis Kimsey and Katherine Merck. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Girl Talk, the fun show where we talk about everything that, well, we talk about. <laughs> Absolutely. If you couldn't tell, we are back together. So Yay. this week will be even more fun. We have so much fun when we're in person and we laugh a lot when we're together. And my husband rolls his eyes a lot when we're together. You guys, I woke up last night after San Antonio Rodeo. By the way, that's my child in the background. Sorry, I'm a mom. This is what we do. But um, side note, we came back from San Antonio really late last night. Guys, I woke up at 3.49 in the morning. Catherine was passed down the couch snoring. Sage was passed out on top of me pretty much on the couch. My child was face down on a pillow like we had just had a big rock party. And then I realized, well... Catherine's in a relationship. I would also like to point out that I'm going to go ahead and blame their small poodle Winston for snoring. So (laughs) how do you blame a dog for snoring? (laughs) Winston would take one for me on that. I promise. Guys, we have learned since we've been together that Catherine has the best cat noise. (laughs) Okay. That is just not true, but (laughs) she thought she did though. She was fully convinced. So Steele was having a little bit of a rough day. Alexis's little boy, my sweet godson was having a tough day today and I was trying to do anything to make him smile because he was hitting his head. He was tired. It was just tough. So I started making animal noises and there were whale noises, dolphin noises, squirrel noises. A lot was happening. And personally, I thought my cat was the best noise And then I watched the video that Alexis made of me (laughs) making animal noises. And I was really disappointed because my cat noise was not my best noise. It was atrocious. You know, it'd be so nice to be a baby. Like their biggest problems are they're tired. Like I'm looking at that. I'm like, wow. Um, Can we rewind and say maybe this is a compliment to my whale noise? Maybe my cat noise isn't that bad. My whale noise is just really Like Dory? So Dory and Finding Nemo can speak whale. That's what was happening. But. Of course, you know, she'd be the special person to speak well to. On that note, I'm going to go ahead and transition into yes, this week's topic. Because I know we're boring the heck out of all of you so far. I, I like to think you're giggling in a vehicle right now, thinking this is what it's like to be in a vehicle with us, which is true. Wish you were here. Wish you were here. So we are going to do a special love episode. It's a little Valentine's episode. We're after Valentine's Day, but it's the month of love. So we're going to go ahead and count it. And we found an article in 1958 McCall Magazine. That's 191. 191. What am I saying? (laughs) I'm going to come up with 70 more. 129 ways to get a husband. What's hilarious about this, not only is everything, everything's pretty much funny. We're going to go through some of our favorites, but my house was built in 1958 and actually the McCall family lived. I can see where they, they spent their summers from my house. I take my dog to McCall Park regularly, same McCall's from the magazine. So maybe it's a sign. I don't know. I think the funniest part about it is there's 129 ways and Catherine still has not found one man. (laughs) Y'all, this is my best friend. I love her so much, (laughs) you guys. Oh, she's went on dates. Can we talk about the dates? Okay, so we're going. We're side noting now. Yeah, we don't need to talk about this first because you you've been on dates. There's prospects. We're gonna call one ex boy, and it sounds a lot more deadlier than he is. But he was creepy. We went on an axe throwing date, so that first time not as creepy. It was my first time axe throwing. And my main takeaway from this date was that if there's some kind of zombie apocalypse, I would like to be throwing knives. My Um, first takeaway is only serial killers take girls on axe throwing dates. 
That was the best part of the date. Also, the real MVP was the manager of this axe throwing place kept coming over and trying to save me because I think he could tell I was straight up not having a good time. Can we please talk about this date a little bit, though? I think our listeners want to know. So it just. Which part should we start at? The creepy selfies he continues to send you even though you're ghosting him? Or the part that he just wanted to force himself on you. Can I just say that ghosting him makes it sound worse than it is. He I deserves really it. Did not, he deserves it, Catherine. There was no connection. He wasn't very nice. I'm going to be really honest. He had zero interest in talking about anything besides himself. Ugh, red flag. Yeah, red flag, which for all of you rodeo people, I want you to know, we realized recently that when I say red flag, I hold my arm in the air and do a flag like I'm flagging someone out in the timed events. So just picture me doing that right now. I am I am the field judge at a rodeo. And back to normal programming. Um, he was creepy, but she did go on another date with Hike Boy. He, and he is an old friend and yes. it went well. It went well. Yes. And she's putting herself out there. I told her to have some guinea pigs. And <laughs> it was it was a good contrast. <laughs> the second boy hike boy was not the guinea pig, but old axe boy definitely was. It was so bad. And I'm just going to say, boys, seriously, try to read a room like don't yes. don't assume everything's about you. It's not that hard to tell if a girl isn't feeling it. And also don't continually to text a girl regularly when she doesn't text you back. It just, there's no reason it makes us uncomfortable. I am such a nice person. I never want to hurt anybody's feelings. I feel so bad, but no, I don't feel that bad because he wasn't that nice even. Well, question for you. Some girl talk. When is it appropriate to kiss someone? Is it first date? Like, is that when you go for it? Or like, I, so I think it's appropriate, but I, I am a I'm a lady like I'm a, I'm all about the like sweet drop off at the front door end of date sweet little like first kiss. I am not a like aggressively grab someone and kiss them. That's not first date appropriate. That's not okay. I'm not all about that life. I am trying to think of Sage and I kissed the first date. I think we did. If it's mutual, that's fine. Everybody has a different style, and that's why. And I'm don't saying, make out with someone like force their no. Read, all that is creepy. Read, read the, the room. room. <laughs> Red flag. It's just okay. Not back that hard. to the other stuff. Sorry. Okay. But Catherine is dating for anybody interested. Like I feel like you're on this journey with us. Will I they mean, all be invited to the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's true. Also, we were talking yesterday because Alexis. Alexis does try to hustle. She tries to hustle to find my soulmate and. Sage and I have decided that if one of her plans to find my soulmate works, she will be gloating about it for the rest of all of our lives. How many times do I tag you on TikTok and Instagram? I don't open TikTok very much, but when I do, I have notifications nonstop of her tagging me in, you know, when sisters nominate their brothers, like cute uncle, all this, she tries to set me up with every single one of Only them. Only if they're cute. Like I scope them. I go to their page. I creep for a few hours. My husband always thinks I'm checking other guys out, but I'm not. I'm doing it for my sister. Like she, I she love does. my husband. Sage and I have also talked about the fact that guaranteed when she meets somebody, if I've been on one date with them, anything she will grill them. She will want to know every detail of their life. Like she will be more intense than the average, like overprotective dad. So guys, I promise I'll show up with a shotgun and ask about his social security number and also have a background check. References included. I have zero doubt about this, but okay, let's get back to the 129 ways to find a husband. There are some really funny ones. We're not going to go through all 129, but you feel free to Google it if you want some solid entertainment. You read, I'll comment. So <laughs> the the first 13 are where to find them. Ooh. And number one is get a dog and walk it. I'd like to point out there are a lot of better reasons to get a dog. Like companionship. Like red flag though too. Think about it. Right. Like I'd be like, uh, she has too much baggage. She likes her dog more than me, which honestly a lot of times happens. There are a lot of places in which I made the notes while writing this and they say sound like a way to get kidnapped. One, <laughs> one of them. It is 1958. <laughs> have your car break down at strategic places. Ladies out there, please understand. Keep your phone with you. But even if you think, oh, I can call someone or call AAA. 
know how to change a tire, know how to take care of yourself, and don't be out there getting kidnapped, and make sure to use some safety precautions when you're reading things from 1958. Maybe have a taser. <laughs> Maybe that too. Maybe that too. Uh, there were a few I liked in the how to how to find him. I enjoyed the uh, join a hiking club, play golf. What? There's hiking clubs? Traveling. Uh, traveling in Europe because as Alexis knows every single time I travel in Europe I am fully convinced I'm about to meet my future husband so she's not lying it hasn't worked for me yet but okay but she has dated a guy named Jamie that was from the Highlands like have you guys ever watched Outlander fun fact that is true that's absolutely true did he have red hair and vicious abs and a scarred back so he was on the crew team so he did have very good abs but he was more of a strawberry blonde no freaking way. He <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so uh, one of the other good ones I wrote was that it says, ask your friend's husbands if they know eligible men. And I wrote down, Alexis does this all the time. It's kind of a, it's a game in my mind of how long we will wait when we are around people for her <sighs> to ask them if they know eligible men. I'm just so tired of me being more committed than you. Like our children need to grow up together. I'm sorry, but. I have a lot invested in this. This is my son's grot or grot. <laughs> this is my son's god daddy. <laughs> That's true. That's true. She is very committed to this. I I agree with that. There were a lot. So the the second section is just the the more ways to get a husband, ways to meet people. They are they're pretty funny. A lot of them have to do with getting lost again. <laughs> Why I, do girls have to be so helpless to find a man? I mean, men do have fragile egos, but that's what I'm saying. You don't need to be fragile. Be yourself. Be who you are. Don't try to change or act differently just to get a man. But also don't act like you're too tough. I don't like when girls do that. Like when they're like, I don't need a man. I don't need girls. It's a lot easier when you have someone to open the pickle jar. (laughs) Let's just be honest. (laughs) Like Uh, I like on independence, but it makes your life easier to have them around. On that note, when I love my husband. One of the ones I was the most offended about was don't take a job in a company where women are executives on the list. Are you kidding me? Because he won't find a husband. I was so offended by that. Like my husband says, what did my husband say about me yesterday? The first time you marry for money, not for love. (laughs) I mean, and then he said, dang i did it wrong he yeah. loves her so much he said he needs to go ahead divorce me find someone with money like warren buffett you got a daughter and then come back for me they did also point out that i am the one person they know if i married somebody significantly older than me, like 80 years old guys it wouldn't be for money it'd be for love it would be purely for love because i'm a very kind-hearted person so. and she loves old people <laughs> you should go to the nursing home <laughs> is that on the list <laughs> I would like to once again point out that this is my best friend. <laughs> okay. Oh also on that note. Oh, is Warren Buffett single? There are I'm a Google. There, there are multiple suggestions in this list to watch the obituaries for what? eligible widowers. And age. go to all of all of your high school reunions looking for eligible widowers. Well, you're dating when you're high school, guys. So not like dating. <laughs> Been on a date. <laughs> this is escalating so quickly. Dang it. Warren Buffett's married to Susan Buffett. <laughs> That's a bummer. 1952. I think they're in for the long haul. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever gonna <laughs> let her record without Sage's watchful eye. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, they're in for the long haul. 1952. That was before this was written. Okay. So anyway. so Susan used some of these. Anyways, one of them is to tell your friends you're interested in getting married and don't keep it a secret. And I wrote down, well, Alexis does this for me. <laughs> Time for a billboard. That's also a suggestion. That's also a suggestion. And I said, Alexis, you absolutely do not have my permission to, to rent out a billboard. And yeah, have my she don't live in Texas. Number. She don't live in Texas. She would never know. <laughs> love you <laughs> there was another one that said hang out with girls that are more attractive than you because they may have leftovers which was what? Just, that's horrible that's that's what i'm saying some of these yes some of these i just i didn't love let's I look love at number 25 
go back to your hometown for a visit. The wild kid next door may have become a very eligible bachelor while you were away. You like that because that's going to be your child. Steel is going to be the wild kid next door and then everybody's going to fall in love with him when he decides to not be wild. Dude, everybody's already in love with him. Okay, that's fair. She makes some good points. He's Don't room with a girl who is sad, who is a sad sack, Catherine, and let her pull you down to her level. Well, don't worry. I'll never let you get there, sis. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, the, the one that really made me laugh. So I, I said, I like when traveling, stay at small hotels where it's easier to meet strangers. <laughs> I like that one. I will tell you that Mama Beth probably doesn't. She's I never, do not like that one. She's never appreciated my adventurous hostel stays. I used to stay in youth hostels in Europe when I'd travel I made some great friends in airports traveling, and she was always just just pretty happy when I got home. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I have so many questions. So learn to paint was a good one, and I love to paint, and I thought, yeah, I'll just casually bust out an easel on the side of the road and what about see this? what's going on. Change apartments from time to time? What are these girls doing? Just leaving their lives packed? Oh, find a man. Okay, listen. I moved not that long ago. I will not be moving again, especially just for the reason of finding someone. Like, I moved. I might not be moving again till I die. Sorry, Alexis. But it was too much work. Well, I have a house for you down the street, so get over it. <laughs> um, I think number 35 contradicts what you said. Make a lot of money. I mean, I think that's, I, I wrote so many questions for this because so much of this is about like being this very passive, sad woman. Like at one point they say like softly cry in a corner. So the man will ask you what's wrong. I'm going to try that next time. And see then if it this works for Sage. It was totally different, but okay. We skipped over number 34 was wear a bandaid. People always ask what happened. What? And I wanted to know, like, can I wear it on my face like Nelly used to? Or if you don't, I'd be offended. <laughs> and carry a hat box. And I've carried a hat box in the airport countless times with Rodeo and being Miss Rodeo America. And that has not worked. So not discouraging anyone from trying that, but hasn't worked for me. But yes. Stand oh. in a corner and cry softly. My notes on that, I'm going to say it for all of those who listened to our Prince Harry episode. I'm not Meghan Markle. I don't throw myself on the stairs and cry dramatically on a regular basis. But you do do number 70. Don't be too fussy. <laughs> <laughs> so work on that, Catherine. <laughs> oh, man. Don't whine. Girls who whine stay on the vine. I love that. Like, I love that so much. There was also one that said, cultivate the wallflower. Like, what? for all you know, he may be a diamond in the rough. I thought that was good, as well as accidentally have your purse fly open, scattering contents all over the street. Question. Send his mother a mother's send his mother a birthday card. I can tell you that does not work. Next, um, talk to his father about business and agree that taxes are too high. Listen, taxes are always too high. That's it always something works. We all should we all should always be able to agree. We should always agree on that. Uh, number forty four was learn how to bake tasty pie. And got that done. I will say yes. One of the few things that I actually brag about in my life is I am very good at baking pie, and I have definitely used pie to garner favor. In various circumstances, including with... That sounds so provocative. Okay, well... And I I've was, got it to garner certain situations. Okay, like, well, Alexis okay. took that very far out of hand. For those of you who know me, it was like... She's, yeah. My, my ex-boyfriends, when I was dating someone, the first time I met the family, I'd bring an apple pie if they invited me over for dinner. Or raspberry pie. People love pie. I love pie. Exactly, so... I never get a pie. I will make you a pie. I promise. I meant, I from, a, I meant but, from a date. Oh, I was going to say, you already love me, so I don't necessarily yeah, have don't. to make you a pie. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, another funny one was pick a shade of hair and stick to it. Like, don't change your hair color. And I thought that was really funny because I'm not really sure how that's going to get you a man. <laughs> I don't know this one, Catherine. Hide your Phi Beta Kappa key if you own one. Later on, ju later on Junior can play with it. First of all, I know nothing what? about Greek life, so this is all on Alexis. What does that even mean? I have been dropped before, which I just learned what that was today. 
It's when someone intends marriage. Adorable. Was it though? I didn't know. I have no idea. With him. It was not adorable. <laughs> Thank God the Greek gods didn't want me to be with him. Went for a cowboy instead. Yes. Wow. Random. Learn to play poker. If he's rich, tell him you like his money. The honesty will intrigue him. Like, that I, has never worked for me. Also, <laughs> that's just the weirdest thing. That is so weird, Catherine. I can't even. I mean, one of them is stick to your moral standards. Highly advise that. Sticking to your moral like, standards, always good. I like this one. I'm kind of skipping way far ahead. Clip oh. and mail him a funny cartoon that means something to both of you. When Sage and I actually our six month anniversary, we couldn't be together. And so I put a whole bunch of kisses on paper and laminated them, put it in the mail and sent it to him. And when he opened it, all my kisses came out. They are. And he so still has adorable. them, you guys, in his picture frame. He was so happy when he got them. He's like, no one's ever done anything like this for me. OK, that does work in case you're wondering. It's so. adorable. Modern. She romance. rolled her eyes. She does not like it. I mean, I love it. I just. Oh, Catherine. Nobody's this romantic to me. Stop being a mama's girl. Don't let him think he'll have to in-law. He'll have in-law trouble, even if he knows he will. He won't have in-law trouble. He'll my have the mother's best in-laws. a saint. You have the best in-laws if you marry Catherine. <laughs> my my mom is the coolest. I There were a couple others that really cracked me up. I would really like to point out that where something you've made yourself is one of those and Alexis, oh dear god here we go this actually will get me a husband so i want to hear nothing about it she wants me she wants me to teach her how to knit now so i tried guys i'm really impatient um, she's going to get there but there was another one too that if he's a fisherman learn to scale fish Catherine, you're just picking out the ones you're good at. Uh, no, and I, you're still single. <laughs> I would, I would just rather be the be the fisher woman than scale fish. Like maybe I want him to scale, to maybe scale you and don't clean need a man. my fish. Maybe you don't need a man. Is what we're learning from this that she can be the man and woman. She is the heroine of her own life. I mean, I am the heroine, but I feel like the whole point of this was to talk about ways to get a True, we're trying, guys. So if you have any other suggestions, feel free to send them in. But we're going to keep going. Point out to him that the death rate of single men is twice that of married men. You're welcome oh, for that fun fact. If he ain't putting that ring on it, girl, bring that up. I'll read it slower. Point out to him that the death rate of single men is twice, I mean two times, that of married men. You're welcome. I thought that was great. I kind of uh, love that. I'm going to just point that out in case Sage ever tries to get frisky with me. <laughs> Turn wolves into husband material by assuming they have honor. I'm going to go ahead and not suggest that. I don't know what they mean by wolves, but I'm going to say that's not a good life choice. You going for like a mob boss? I don't understand that, but okay. I don't know. Go for the wolves in sheep clothing. No, the Bible says no, baby. I like that they say make your home comfortable when he calls. I just like my home to be comfortable in general. Yeah. Another one was have your mother take on borders. And I did tell my mom this and she was like, oh, yeah, sure. That'll work. I think your mother should try that. I think we're at that point. Uh, oh, I, you want to come say hi? Say hello. The, that hi. noise is steel in the microphone. You say hi. I'm Steel Kimsey. And my aunt is a goddess. She's a saint. Okay, anyway, sorry. Back to regular scheduled programming. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I saw one that was really funny, too. Some of, So many of these are so funny, and I can't even find all of them now, but somehow we were talking about this when we were at the store the other day, and I do have to bring up that apparently talking about it works because our Target cashier was trying to set me up with her, with her single dad son, who she said sometimes goes to Target and hangs out looking for single women. I didn't know there's guys that actually do that. And he has like five kids, right? He does. He does. Catherine, it's a catch. So we're just, we're going to scroll on past that and keep going. Uh, advertise for a male co-owner of a boat. I am so curious if this has ever worked for anyone. If anyone is listening and, and they have put a classified in the newspaper asking for a co-owner of a boat and it worked and it's a love story, please I've tell got us. Lorelai and Luke. Oh my gosh. Lorelai. But it's his boat. It was his dad's boat. But she bought it so he couldn't sell it. This so is, technically. This is Gilmore Girls. If any of you have no idea what we're talking about. It works. About. You know, it's on TV. <laughs> So it's real life. If it's on TV, it's real life. My favorite part. Okay, go ahead. I 121. Just, 
we talked about this. This is this is what I will be doing. <laughs> Stand on a busy street corner with a lasso. Because if you can't get them, you might as well bind them and not give them a choice. Okay, well, it didn't say that. Alexis just added <laughs> that part. But like, what? <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Make and sell toupees. Bald men are easy to catch. Yeah. I, so I can say something one. really savage right now, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Uh, carry a camera and ask strange, handsome men if they would mind snapping your picture. As if they're just walking around by themselves single. Also, I think we're in the wrong market the fact for you. that they're strange is concerning to me. Yeah. Why does everybody have to be a weird guy? I just, and riding the airport bus back and forth from the airport does not sound like a fun thing to do either. I and am bribing a-, a Ferris wheel operator to get you stuck on top of a Ferris wheel, that sounds like a dandy. But that should be like... Five dates in. <laughs> I feel like the notebook and Nicholas Sparks read all these cheesy freaking things and was like, oh, that would be a great for a book. Do you know where Nicholas Sparks went to college? He probably went to Notre Dame. He did. You are welcome, world. Notre Dame is responsible for Nicholas Sparks. The cheesiest author of all time. <laughs> um, I met Nicholas Sparks, actually. That's awesome. When my first book, second book came out, um, I was at a book fair in New York and he was signing books right next to where my book was being advertised. And so I went up to him. And fun fact about him, I thought this was extremely intriguing. Nicholas Sparks, if you're a woman, he will not put his arms around you or touch you because he's a married man. So he put his hands on the counter to make sure that no one can Photoshop say anything, which I thought was really cool. That is cool. I mean, like he's married. He's happily married. He wants nothing to be misdrewed at all. It's sad that in today's world that people would yeah. Photoshop or misconstrue or oh, anything sure. like that. But you know they would. But yes, I think it's really nice that he does it with the background of he's respectful of his wife and respectful of the sanctity of his marriage and his family. I think that that's just amazing. So we were going to talk about, you know, we've talked about a few things. These are kind of our our, our big take on the 129. Oh, wait, oh you Alexis missed the best one. one. 129. <laughs> don't let him, don't marry him if he has too many loose buttons. Which, yes, I do not want to be sewing buttons on somebody's shirt the rest of my life. Steele yelled because I took that way differently. I took it as if he has too many, like, loose ends. Like, or loose screws. I don't know yeah. where she was going with this, but... I took it literally. You never want anything loose. Because it's 1958 and I was just thinking you'd have to be sewing buttons on because another one of these was that you should be offering to sew buttons on the shirts of the men who work in your office. I barely iron my husband's shirts. But also it just feels awkward if you're running around offering to sew people's buttons on their shirt. Agreed. But you know one thing too, Catherine, that we've talked about is like the new wave feminism. I do not like that. I am totally okay. I love that I work and help the family, but I also love that I'm a housewife. I'm also a mother. And I take a lot of pride in that. I hate that there's this new notion that you can't be both things. And I hate it even more that you should be a girl boss over prioritizing your family. I do not like that. And we talked about the fact that it it should be True empowerment is empowering women's choices and empowering if you want to be a wife, a mother by itself. That's that's your choice. If you want to be a career woman by itself, that's okay. If you want to be both, that's okay. Mm -hmm. It's your choice as a woman. And I think that's true empowerment. One of the quotes that I love, I am, as most of you know, I'm an attorney. I really look up to the the women on the Supreme Court, particularly Sandra Day O'Connor and Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Queens. Absolute Queens. But one of my favorite RBG quotes is you know where you're going. <laughs> I ask no no favor for my sex, but that men take their feet off of our necks. And that's exactly how I feel. I don't think we should get special favors as Mm -hmm. women. I think we should be given opportunities. And we've talked a lot about this. The equality of opportunity is different than equity of outcome. Amen. And that's, that's just a very powerful thing. I feel strongly about that. Also, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what your political leanings are. RBG, amazing, but mm-hmm. on the basis of sex, the movie, highly, highly recommend that. that we should film. watch that tonight. It's, we should watch that. I love that film. I watched it. I don't know if I've ever told you this. I watched it, I think, the day or two days before I started my first law firm job. You watch it when you break up with and guys, too. I do. I watch Fun it fact. when I need to be a feminist. And I mean, like, 
first wave feminism. It's so hard when you say feminist in today's age because I automatically cringe. It is. And oh, I, I strongly like, I mean mm. first wave feminism. And I think I think we should probably devote an entire podcast we to this. Should. But if you haven't seen the film, a big part of it is about how hard she works, how hard she works through law school. Her husband actually, she's one of the only women in law school. She gets married. Her husband has cancer while she's in law school. Mm -hmm. She goes to both of their classes and it keeps him in school. Truly amazing woman. When she graduates, she can hardly get a job at a law firm because she's a woman. Mm -hmm. And generationally. Women, you're lucky now today compared to what they went through. We're two generations apart. Yeah. And I was able to have have my choice of what I wanted to do, what mm -hmm. law firm I wanted to go to, interview, all of that. When I graduated, graduated from law school, it was never a question if I would be able to get a job at a law firm because I was a woman. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just such an amazing thing to think about and put in the context of our lives, where we are now and where these trailblazers have taken us. Oh, I 100% agree. And that kind of leads me to, like, we're having a really, really amazing mini-sode episode this week um, of a woman who's actually a sex, child sex traffic survivor. I, I really think that this is going to be incredible. Sandy Storm's coming on, telling her story. And a f two generations ago, she would have never had this opportunity. So, like, I'm I, I, I'm proud of where we, we've gotten. Um, we have a long ways to go. But I do not think we need to throw it in men's face. My husband's been nothing but good to me, so I can't. He's always supported me. I don't know. I don't know how, but I've had a lot of boyfriends who haven't. So let's lead into that. Yes, let's get let's get back to our fun let's little love down, episode. Let's get down to business. <laughs> uh, Jill Franzen Loden, one of my favorite rodeo sound people. If you're listening, that That's song free. will forever make all of us think of you. <laughs> let's get down. Let's get down to business. Jill loves. To I'm play so that. glad I sing for you guys. No one else in the world will get to hear me sing unless you listen to this podcast. That's absolutely true. She does not sing, but hey, we love it. We love it on the Girl Talk Life. Yep. Okay, let's talk about terrible dating stories. Let's talk about it. Where do we even want to start? Is the question. Oof. Should we go narcissism or cheating? I have oh, been geez. cheated on in every relationship I've ever been in besides Sage. Y'all, can you believe that? I mean, every single relationship. I think like most of them, I found out the embarrassing way. Like the girl DM'd me or sent me a message and like I didn't believe them at first. And then they would send me a picture in the guy's house. But the worst one, you guys, sorority. I was dating a fraternity guy. <laughs> Probably first red flag. I have a lot of friends that have married him, so... Let me just say I'm flagging them out, guys. Yep. Flagging them out. <laughs> Let me just say I know a lot of great guys and I'm not um this guy was he was good. He just wasn't good for me. And so I'm not gonna like bash anyone because at the time I really did like him. But um I will say that I got a call that he was making out at the bar with one of the dance team girls from the college. And looking back, I remember crying outside of my apartment on the steps, like wondering why. And I was like, should I go pick him up? Like, what should I do? I'm so embarrassed. I was so mortified and I didn't know, like, should I go pick him up? Like, what are we doing in that situation as girls that are being cheated on? The guy that you think you love is at the bar making a fool of himself and in a sense making a fool of you. And of course, it's not the girl's fault. When a guy's an asshole, he's an asshole. I'll let's, just say it. Let's get into that because I think as women, we so frequently feel that we have done something wrong when we're cheated on. And yeah. Oh, God, it's so hard. I do that every time. Not anymore. I'm not cheated on anymore, but. It's not about you. For all of you younger mm -hmm. girls, women of any age who are listening, who have been through this, who are going through this, it's not your fault. It's not about you. It's about them. And don't blame yourself. That is one of the hardest lessons. And, you know, we can get into this crazy story. My first love cheated on me. Was quite the adventure. It was very dramatic. My, my mom likes to say, there are some stories in my life that you would never believe. You'd think they were stories that came right out of a movie because they are so far out there. He was he was out there. He yeah. was awful. So he was a year older than me and the most stereotypical, you know, little like high school quarterback. I was a cheer oh, captain. Yeah. He went off to college the next year and he cheated on me and Go figure. some of the other people because he just went to the lo like a local college not that far away. He was supposed to pick me up to go take me, I think, to a basketball game to cheer. 
maybe he was, I was supposed to go somewhere to cheer. He never showed up. I was too embarrassed to call my mom at the time, little 17 year old Catherine. My grandma picked me up. It was you don't so have to wonderful. Story. <laughs> I, I'm smiling about my sweet grandma because she was, she was the real MVP. She was so good to me, but the crazy part about this is some of our other friends from high school who were at the same college knew about this and told him that he had to tell me. So he took me to this. It's kind of like a, a little remote area in, in my hometown where people kind of parked to, you know, like kiss in the car, that whole thing. He took me there. He locked me in his car and told me that he cheated on me. And Why would he lock in your car? <laughs> like, I feel like I'd be fuming. So I obviously very dramatically rep in the car door, trying to get my chair bag out of the out of the back of the car. It's comical now because the car alarm's going off, you know, all this drama. I'm like trying to run away. He catches up to me, all this kind of stuff. So I get away and I, I, keep in mind, guys, if this is happening, it's not funny. Like, it's not funny. I'm laughing because it's so ridiculous horrible. looking like, back and it's horrible. And there's nothing else I can do at this point than laugh about it because it is so long in my past. But it's not OK. What what is crazy about it, though, is I recently talked to I, I called one of my high school friends who mm-hmm. came picked me nice. up. It's Letterman. It's the same same person. I that just, she just went on a date with just went hiking with we don't know if it was a date anyway it was a date same person he told me the other day he goes yeah you know Catherine I really think I've only seen you cry once and he goes I thought you had gotten like stabbed when I answered the phone I mean he answered the phone he and one of his best friends came over picked me up he literally sat in the back of the car with me and just like hugged me while I cried they took me to my house those boys sat outside my house to make sure, and he did. My ex that had just told me he cheated on me showed up at my house. Yeah, creepily. They, like, they that's not okay. Practically got in a fight in the driveway because they were like, you cannot see her. You cannot call her. You cannot. I mean, shout out to the decent men out there who mm-hmm. are the ones taking care of women, trying to protect women. But just just know, and, and I want to throw out there, Alexis and I are we're strong women. Mm-hmm. For the most part, we're very confident women. I think we've accomplished a lot in our lives. This has happened to both of us. Yeah. I remember it wasn't a guy I was dating, but it was a guy that, like, we had hung out a few times. Like, it was nothing serious, like, not intimate or anything like that. But I remember that someone told me he date like um, did the date rape drug to me. And I remember that I remember it was the good day before good Friday going home. I went out to the bar and I remember it was really weird because I had had a drink. I was 21. I did not take a drink until I was 21. Fun fact. Um, but I had a drink and I remember like immediately feeling kind of weird. And I was a sweetheart for a fraternity and I told one of the pledges, I was like, hey, I don't feel right. And these guys were like my little brothers. They were the same age as my little brother, essentially. And they were like, Alexis, your eyes are doing weird things. And then one shout out to one of my best friends from college, Brie, because she was Love like, Brie. we need to get her out of here. This is not OK. Um, and we got home. And I remember, guys, I don't think I'd ever slept like that. But I woke up the next day and that guy apparently like had tried to show up. And the all these pledges sat on my couch. Guys, I had a vintage red velvet couch that was in my room that was in my interviewing chairs. It was in my room. They sat on that couch all night long and took turns watching me sleep to make sure that like I didn't aspirate, I didn't throw up, like because they wanted to take care of me. And Bray was there too. But like it was just so shout out to the decent men. That is true. Yes. And let me just tell you, I know that in today's day and age, guys want dirty pictures. Guys think it's okay to cheat. Guys, date rape drug. Like, guys try to force themselves. Like, there's just so much that happens. It's not okay. It's not okay. No. In any sense of the word. Like, and let me just tell you, too, like, on top of that, not all guys are like that. Because when I got with Sage, he was a perfect gentleman to me. Like, he was nothing but nice to me. And you know the funniest part about it is Sage had already had success. He already had money, like, we had been best friends for a really long time. We started talking my senior year of college and I was like talking to a baseball player at the time and like Sage literally we just happened organically, but you know what? That guy was so nice to me and he had every opportunity to be a jerk to me and he didn't. 
it's these little boys thinking that, let me just tell you girls, you will find the right guy. Do not ever settle. And let me do not settle. And then on top of that, like if you feel anything less than worshiped and respected every day, find someone else. It just, yes. You were made for someone like my Bible literally talked about that the other day. I was started over, just started over for Genesis going back to the very beginning. Um, Adam and Eve talking about like woman coming from the rib. And I was reading, I was like, you know what? Like that is an equally yoked couple. And that's one thing too. Like I'm proud of Catherine. I tease her a lot, but (laughs) (laughs) I am proud of Catherine. I do tease her a lot about dating, but I'm so proud of her that she's never been the girl to settle. She's waiting for her Prince Charming. And you know what? She deserves nothing less than neither do you. Absolutely. And again, going back to never settle, it just sometimes it it takes age, it takes maturity, it takes retrospect. And they say hindsight's 2020, but sometimes it takes all of that to realize that someone really was not the right person for you. And if you're in a place right now where you hurt, where you thought someone was the right person, I'm telling you, God will not keep you apart from the right person. I really Mm -hmm. do believe that. There's a bigger reason. There's a bigger purpose. You just might not be able to see it right now. And I mean, I definitely have. Let's talk about your freaking narcissistic ex. My gosh. Significantly been through that. Well, you know, before my wedding, don't cry. (laughs) I love you. Don't cry. No, I'm not crying. I just the timing of this. I will echo what Alexis has said. Just because somebody's not right for you, it doesn't mean there's something wrong with them. But I definitely pray for people who have treated people badly that they change and treat their their current significant other or their future significant other better. So I don't I don't even know how to start this, but it has taken a lot of time and perspective to really realize what a negative relationship, what a narcissistic gaslighting relationship. I have been in the, in the past and it's a struggle. It's hurtful. I've shared a lot of it. Some of it has just been processing this with sharing things with Alexis with why I am the way I am. And, you know, like she said, she jokes with me sometimes about dating, but there are some very real reasons why I'm hesitant and don't trust men because I've been treated badly. Yeah. Keep in mind, guys, if you're listening, all this is joking. Catherine is the most spectacular person I know. She doesn't need anyone. And here's the thing. Like if you're out there and you're thinking, oh my gosh, like Alexis is going to judge me because I haven't found my soulmate. That's absolutely not true. If I didn't have Sage, I would for sure be single because I'm extremely awkward. Okay. Continue. Yes. And so the thing is though, what I, what I really want to talk about this and talk about it with narcissism and narcissism and gaslighting you cannot see this when you're in it mm-hmm. they put you down and create a point I I was told that everything was my fault I was distanced from my family I was it was that. really awful it was a hugely low point in my life it's taken me a long time to be able to even talk about a lot of that without crying and having emotional struggles about it just because it took so much of who I am. I am a confident person. I'm a happy person. I'm a fun person. I'm proud of my career. I'm proud of my accomplishments. And it slowly tore me down in almost every aspect of my life. I feel like he stripped that version of you. Like you have so many layers and he took off the top two versions of you and just ripped them aside. And you were just left raw. Like you were just... Like you were raw, like open to hurt. And I hated that. It was, it was so hard. It was such a struggle. I mean, I would like to say though, too, this is why hugely appreciative of girlfriends and people that are there for you. Because Mm. one of my friends, you know who you are. I love you. When all this happened, I felt so alone. And she literally just showed up at my house with her husband her baby and her parents. And she sent her husband and her dad outside to do things in my yard. And her mom just kind of helped around my house. And she sat and talked to me and we played with her baby. And that's where we've been talking a lot about how different female and male friendships are Mm -hmm. and how as women, we really need community. And that's what I really feel. There's, There's a Jane Fonda video going around right now where she talks about women friendships. We sit next to each other. We look each other in the eye and say, we need you. 
And that is just the prime example of, yes, we can tell people we need them, but also with women, we sense it in our friends. We show up, yeah. we help our friends. And for everyone out there who feels alone, I have felt that way. You're our friend. You're our friend. Please We're there for DM you. DM us. Like, I don't think you, like, I don't think you guys realize we will message you back. Absolutely. We love you all. And we've, we've been there and we've lived it. So please find hope in that because that's, that's such a struggle. And it's taken me a long time to really come to terms with that. And think about how, I don't think we've had a single episode in which we've talked about, not talked about how much I like my family Mm -hmm. and how much I enjoy hanging out with my parents. They are legitimately some of the coolest people and I love them. And for me to be distanced and alienated from my parents, that's pretty extreme. So don't blame yourself. And I feel like that's one thing we need to address too, is if you're with a partner who is distancing you from your family, who is distancing you from your friends, the things you love, doesn't value your career. Guys, that is, that's abusive. We'll just not talk to you for three days and then tell you that it's your fault that you didn't know where they were. You know, I've had girls message me on Instagram and tell me they're in abusive relationships and they've said, Alexis, I need help getting out. Can you pretend to be, I've had a girl say one time, can you pretend to be a person interested in a dog I was selling? And so I called every single shelter in this state that she was in. And I said, how can we get her out? I said, can you pretend? I finally got one of them that told me that they were, they could pretend to be someone interested in a puppy and they came and got her when the man wasn't home. So I just want you to know, I, I have not personally been in a situation that is abusive. I know a lot of people that have. When I was little, my mom volunteered at shelters for abused women. And I just want you to know that I have so much respect for people that get out. I, I, you know what? I have respect for people that stay because I don't know that position. And it, it's hard. I have worked with that a lot in my legal profession in the public defense realm. Mm-hmm. And it, it is really hard. It is multifaceted. Nothing's cut and dry. And don't, again, my, my biggest thing for you here, give yourself grace. Amen. Pray about it. My, my biggest thing, I, I will tell you what I found a lot of peace with then. And what I continue in hard times is just saying, come Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Because when you have no words, when oh, you I've have done that nothing, so many times. just God help me. I literally look at the sky. I'm like, God help me. I am not in control. I know you are. And it, it it does help and it it helps to really think. And I just, it is, it's hard, but you know, I, I told Alexis the other day that I was about to go on a date and it was hard for me because the guy suggested the restaurant where I was supposed to go on an anniversary dinner Mm -hmm. and this guy just didn't show up and didn't talk to me for two days afterwards. No explanation to get back out there. Nothing. And so those scars, I'm telling you this too, because I do not feel, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that I have moved on from that relationship that Mm -hmm. would not have worked, all of this. But some of those scars and that hurt, you have to continue to work through and you have to continue to be vulnerable. Don't repress things because you want to be whole and be the best version of yourself for that right person. And Mm -hmm. that's something I'm trying to do all the time is trying to continually be the highest, most evolved, most holy, everything version of myself that I can be acknowledging that I have a past, I have scars, but so much of that is giving myself grace and not blaming myself for those past situations. Mm -hmm. Can I do something real quick? That's going to be very out there. And I don't know if anybody is religious, but can I pray over us? Love it. I I just want to pray. I don't know why, but I feel like God just telling me right now, Alexis, bow your head, come to me. God, thank you so much for this opportunity to be with all these women. I I don't know where they're coming from, Lord, but I just pray that you bless them. I pray that in this moment, you let them know how loved they are. They're loved by a man that loves them for who they are, flaws and all. And God, I just pray that you find the perfect partner for those who are listening right now. If they're a partner that is waiting, God, I pray that you put the spirit in them. Just make them feel whole, Lord, and feel loved and appreciated. Lord, I feel for the women who are looking for their soulmate, that you just come to them and make them patient. And for the women, you know, who have found the love of their life, I pray that you just show them and continue to be with them as they go through this journey of love and this journey of life in all honesty. And um, I just pray for Catherine. I pray that you find her the right partner. I pray that you find the listener right now, love and understanding God. I just pray that you lift them up no matter where they're at in this lifetime and just shower them with love. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. And, you know, ladies, I want to be really vulnerable with you two here about it. I mean, it's hard. I am, I'm 32 and I, I went to a Catholic college, I went to a Catholic law school, rodeo, you know, so many of the communities I'm involved in, people get married young. Mm-hmm. I am definitely not in the majority here in being single at my age. And it, it is hard. It does test you. You do have to have faith. And I'm not going to say, oh, I'm, you know, I don't have challenges. I don't question things. But remember that it is in God's timing, not ours. And there's nothing wrong with you. It's such a hard thing because, okay, let's be honest. Some of the funnier things I've shared with Alexis. It's hard to date nowadays. Too. It's okay. It's hard to date now nowadays, but can we talk about our parents' generation and the things they say? And not not my parents, but people they know, people that age, like in the rodeo industry, sometimes say things and you just think like, did they really just say that? You know, things like, oh, you just never got around to getting married or you don't want kids. Clearly, you prioritize your career over kids. And that stuff hurts. I've always wanted a family. I mean, and for people to say that, sometimes I think I cannot believe that somebody would actually say that to me. But I've talked to Alexis and my mom about this a lot and just having to realize, you know, that that is those are my tests. That is something that I it's a struggle I have to face. It's a cross I have to bear. It's not something for other people to judge. It's not something for me to take to heart when people say things like that, because I know it's not true. Mm -hmm. I know the people that love me know it's not true. But girls, I see you, I feel you, and it is hard to be a woman with those standards sometimes because we don't always get to choose when Prince Charming rides in on that white horse. Guys, I never thought I'd be married to a bull rider, so let's just be honest. (laughs) God works in mysterious ways. That's the truth. And it is not in our hands, it's in his. That's the truth, for sure. So we started out super lighthearted. We got deep. Deep, Yeah, That's girl talk, though. That's girl talk. We just, we want to be real, vulnerable, and tell us your stories. And we mm-hmm. want to, we want to know your to stories. Us. We'd love to start featuring some of you guys too on our page. Absolutely. I love featuring girls that are doing something, movers and shakers. So send them to us and we'd love to feature you. Movers and shakers, but also if you're struggling with something, reach yeah. out. If you think it's something that could help other people, let us know. And just remember, you're never alone. You always have us as friends. You can always turn us on in the car. (laughs) Yep. Turn us on, girls. Yeah, and stay tuned. This week, like I said, Sandy Storm, a child trafficking survivor, is coming on and telling her story. Wow, it's going to be powerful. We're excited. We're so excited. So stay tuned for some more Girl Talk, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Love you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you rate and review, we will love you even more. 